Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two dot US. We are supported financially by HaribouBooks.com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there, donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us at the Express Church Experience. Another great, joyous Sunday to be with the Lord. Thank you for joining us. And if you're tuning in the first time, we want to thank you for taking time to be with us at Blue Exit Audio with our son Jeff recording, bringing us, helping us bring the word of God to you. We're so glad that you're here having church and your time and your place in your home and or you're in your car. I have people that say I had church this morning on the way to work. Wherever you receive the Express Church experience, we're just so glad that you joined us. And if you enjoy this message, please feel free to share it. We want everybody that we can to get a word of encouragement. Subscribe to this YouTube message. You subscribe to the message and you should be able to get an alert uh, when the next message comes out. Boy, 11 months, 11 months of the pandemic. And we're now starting to get back to normal. Things are getting a little bit more open. People are getting vaccinated and getting healthy and enjoying and getting hope and relief. And we keep praying that the wisdom that comes from God allows us to remain safe and remain healthy. And this is the last week in February. We have been talking about February as the month of love. Uh, the Valentine's Day, uh, uh, Valentine's Day month and a time to take an inventory of whether or not and how the level that you shared God's love, an inventory to see whether you were like the Lord in his image, getting closer to him, sharing and showing the love of God with others, love one another as God has loved you. That should be our way of life all year round. That's why I try to take a look at February and focus on that and think about what happened over the last year, in particular this last year when we were in isolation pandemic. Time to set some goals for the next year. So when we come back in 2022, February, we can say, how did we share the love of God over the, the, la the next year? How, how did we do in trying to love each other as Christ so loved us. The first message that I t spoke about was love so amazing. And then last week, I was so happy to be back at, at the church that I preach at the every third Sunday, Desert Mountain Bible Fellowship. And I m gave a message called Lapidoth Love based on Judges 4. I hope those messages gave you some encouragement. If you haven't heard them, feel free to go back onto this channel and listen to those as well. Today's message, today's message is simply titled, Why Love Jesus? Why Love Jesus? And I've heard many times in my life, you walk into a church and somebody says, do you love Jesus? But my question isn't, do you love Jesus? My question is, why love Jesus? And a go-to that I, when I started asking people why I love Jesus, the first, Thing that was coming out of people's mouth 
was 1 John 4 and 19 that says, we love because he first loved us. Some other people were singing the song, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Other people were uh, singing, yes, Jesus loves me because the Bible tells me so. These are all good reasons on why to love Jesus. Somebody else said, I love Jesus because he died for me. I love Jesus because he saved my soul. Those are all great reasons to say why I love Jesus. But I was telling somebody that this was, this was reasons that people who grew up in the church, reasons that were, people were taught and read the Bible, but what about the people who didn't grow up in church? What about the people who never owned a Bible? What about the people who never studied the Bible? What do you tell that person when they ask, why I love Jesus? 1 Peter, 3, 1 Peter 3 and 15 says, and always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have. Always be prepared to give an answer. And so when somebody says, why I love Jesus, always be prepared. And for me, my answer on why I love Jesus it's because what is written in the Bible is not just a historical context of people through in their experiences, but it is actually things that I also witnessed in my life. What is written in the Bible is also what I have experienced. So when I, somebody says, why, why I love Jesus, it gives me an opportunity to allow to witness to them about the glory of God. It's a time for me to invite somebody to open the Bible, to study it, to get enriched, just like you get enriched when you read the Bible, an opportunity to encourage them from God's holy word, like you're encouraged when you read God's holy word, to feel the love of God poured out on people throughout history, like it is happening to you and I each day. And it's an opportunity when somebody says, why I love Jesus is that opportunity. It's opportunity to open God's word and it's opportunity to let them know about your testimony. Why I love Jesus. I was thinking to myself, this is a question that I can hear a woman ask Elijah, the woman that was the wife of a man from the company of prophets the wife of a man of the company of prophets. And her story is written in 2 Kings, 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7, 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7. And she cried out to Elijah. She said, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know, he revered the Lord. But now my creditors, are coming to take my boys as slave. She cried out to Elijah, your servant, my husband is dead. Elijah, you knew he loved the Lord. But the lady was in trouble because the man who was in the company of the prophets, he loved the Lord, but he, he was dead and she was about to go in, in poverty and her children were about to be taken as slaves and she needed help now. And Elijah's response, if we're reading through 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7, 
I like Elijah's response. Elijah's response was, how can I help you? Now I'm trying to figure out how the emphasis of that sentence went because that sentence can either be, how can I help you as if he was gonna be given a little help or how can I help you because your circumstances beyond the ability of, mine, of me to be able to give any help. And as I read the text, I believe his, his emphasis on that, how can I help you, was that he, it was his, her circumstance was outside his ability to give her help. Because he said, tell me, what do you have? He didn't say, this is what I have to give you, and I'm hoping that you're following the text with me. Tell, he said, what do you have in your house? The lady said that your servant has nothing there at all except for a little oil. And Elijah said, go around and ask the neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Oh, then I like this. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. I want you to get the, the picture, the lady putting jars and putting jars. And then all of a sudden she had to shut the door behind her and her sons to be just them inside the, their house, inside their house with an opportunity for no, nobody else to be there to help them. Then she poured the oil into all the jars. And as each filled up, she put it to the side. And then, and then they brought the jars, one after another. And then she said, when all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there's no jars left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went to the man of God. He said, go sell the oil and pay the debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. He said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. Make sure your children are free and you and your sons can live on the, on the rest. A godly man dies, a man of the, of the company of prophets. Best way to describe him is he was a clergyman, a preacher, a teacher of God's word, a person who communicates what God wants to hear. His description from his wife was that he honored and loved the Lord. And we don't know why he had great reverence from the Lord because his story begins after his death. But when you read the text closely and, and it, it popped out on me, I've read this verse many times and used it in messages many times. But when I read it today, uh, read it in, prepare, in preparation for the message today, the lady, the clergyman's wife said he loved the Lord. And I think that as we read each word in God's holy word, we've got to remember that each word has meaning and significance. She didn't say, we love the Lord. She said, he loved the Lord. And, but, her, but her situation was that she was in debt. And in those days, the creditors could take your children and put them into slavery to pay off your debt. And I was thinking that we all are in a situation where we have a debt. 
Now, the debt can be financial, the debt can be spiritual, the debt could be what is binding you. The debt for some people is addiction, the debt some people is loneliness, the debt some people have is, is uh, isolation. But why I love Jesus, one of the reasons why I love Jesus is because he paid my debt. Jesus died on the cross to pay the debt, to reconcile me with God. I'm just taking a little side tra track because the lady, the widow, uh, we call her the widow of oil, she had a debt to be paid. And I think that, that the same debt that we got, got paid with Jesus dying on Calvary is the same type of uh, relief and freedom that she was looking for for herself. She was looking for freedom from the curse of the debts that was on her children. I wrote a little thing, I put it in bold to remind me, the widow needed a savior. The widow lost her husband and was about ready to lose her sons as well. She was in a desperate situation. So she turned, which is interesting. She turned to the man of God. She turned to the guy who was over the, the, the uh, prophet, the company of prophets, Elijah. She wanted Elijah to know, hey, this is your protege, your student, so maybe you should honor his, his memory by helping me. The woman wanted an earthly answer to her problem. And Elijah gave her an earthly, spiritual, godly answer to the question, how can I help you? That's his answer. How can I help you? You need to go into your house. You need to shut, go, shut the door behind you and your children. You need to understand that when that door is shut, I'm going to start talking to somebody here today. When you shut the door behind you, it gives you an opportunity to see the blessings that God has inside your house. She was worried about going outside the house to try to find her blessings when her blessings were actually inside her house. She was looking over here for her blessings and her blessings were right around her. All she had to do was find her blessings, bring, bring what she had into her house and, and have a personal experience with God. The trouble that she had was bigger than Elijah. The trouble she had was something that she needed God to have. And we, we need to be in that situation where we understand that when we have troubles, our troubles, we have a place where we can go in that when we're in trouble. Why well, I love Jesus? Not because uh, I do, not because Elijah did, not because the widow's husband did. Why well, I love Jesus? Because he, he is there to provide for you. He is there to help you. Why well, I love Jesus? He's the one to call on in times of desperation, in times of need, in times of hopelessness. Call on the name of Jesus. Because if you call on your friends, if you call on your friends at some point, they're going to say, how can I help you? But when you call on the name of Jesus, you never get that answer. If you get that answer, it's a different inflection. It's not a, I can't help you. How can I help you? It's, I am here to help you. How can I help you? I'm hoping that you just see the same sentence the way the inflection is when they when that statement is out is given changes the mentality of the person who's given the answer.
how can I help you? When all else fails, Jesus is ready to step up. That's my testimony from my life. My answer to anybody is why I love Jesus. In the case of the widow, of the man of the company of prophets, the widow of a godly man, Elijah gave her a way to experience the Lord individually. So you can't love Jesus and understand why you should love Jesus until you've experienced him individually. Provide, he provided a way, Elijah did for her to witness the glory of God, to create her own personal encounter with God, to learn and trust the Lord directly, not to learn and trust the Lord through her husband who was in the company of prophets, not to learn to love the Lord through Elijah, the mentor of her now deceased husband. Elijah put her on a path to love the Lord, to give her an answer to the question, why love Jesus? The question is a very unique and personal question. Why love Jesus? Each person has to have then a unique and personal encounter with the Lord in order to be able to answer that question. Have a personal and intimate relationship with Christ Jesus. People who, who, who have to ask that question have not gotten to the point where they've had that personal and intimate relationship with Jesus, have not called on the name of Jesus, have not said, Lord, I want you to come into my life. Not only come to, into my life, Lord, I want to be in a position where I surrender my life to you, to your way and to your will. And once you had that encounter, once you shut the door behind you, once you started praying, once you started asking God, I want to have that relationship, the, your love for, for the Lord begins to get identified. And the glory of God and how he, he will act inside your life then becomes greater and greater to the point where you now have a testimony to tell somebody else to join the, the, the psalmist, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. In the case of the widow, the wife of the clergyman who was left in dire straits, she did what, what Elijah directed her and God blessed the widow to the point where her poverty was switched into, into plenty. Her desperation, her hopelessness, was switched into joy, and her doubt was, was turned into praise. I think that the encounter changed the way the woman looked at the Lord. Now, the text doesn't say that, so I'm gonna have to go outside the text and just think about how people react, but I think that if somebody asked her the question, do you love Jesus, her answer would have changed from, her, from previous was, my husband loved the Lord to I think the widow would have said, I love the Lord. And that's where we need to get to as a people. We need to get to if somebody asks you why you love Jesus, you need to tell them, I, I can't, I can tell you why I love Jesus, but I can't, I can help you and tell you why different people in the Bible love Jesus. But until you shut that door behind you, until you go into that house or go into that room, and ask Jesus to, have a, to come into your life and have a personal miracle to, to perform in your life, 
then you're never going to have the answer to you that question personally and uniquely. Why I love Jesus? Because he's performed miracles in my life many, many times. He's answered my prayers over and over again because of the many times he is, he's amazed me by what he did. When, when I needed him most, Jesus was there. He is always there because he is, the, he is true to his word. And he said he will never leave me or forsake me even to the end of time. And when all else fails, I know I can call on the name of Jesus with confidence and faith and in history and experience and know that he will be there to bring about his glory, which will be to my comfort and to my joy and to my peace and for an opportunity for me to have a new testimony to other people who say why love Jesus uh, gives always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. My go-to answer for the hope that I have in the Lord is because the miracles that he performs in my life each and every day. My answer to people who want to know the hope that I have in the Lord, it's because I, I have history that when I call on his, his name, no matter what circumstances that I'm in, he will give me peace. He will give me wisdom on which way to go. And ultimately, he will give me joy. And ultimately, he will give me a testimony that I can then share with somebody else so that they can then hear about what I am, am doing and reason why I put my trust in God. If you're listening last week, I talked about a young girl who was ill when the church said I preached the third Sunday Desert Mountain Bible Fellowship. They have a what's called a blanket ministry where they have knots of prayers. And each time that the, the ladies put a knot in, they say a prayer for the person and, they, and the blanket has knots going all the way around. And they gave these knots to this young girl and she went to the hospital and told her dad, I need to have the, my blanket. And she wrapped herself around the blanket and and I told the story about what, what her situation is now. And before that, there was a woman who had cancer. She got the knots of prayer blanket and she was in the hospital in chemotherapy and, the, and she told her husband and told their nurses, make sure you put the blanket on me. And she was feeling the power of the prayer that was coming through and the faith that she had, it, not in the blanket itself, but in the prayers and the spirit that went into that blanket and she now is cancer free. Why love Jesus because of what I've seen him do, because of his response to our faith, because of what the ancients wrote. I can witness today, their song is my testimony. The Psalm that comes in Psalm 22, 24 and 26, that's my testimony today. It wasn't only the song that was in the revised common lectionary, it's the song that I have in the month of love. It's a song that I have as February's ending. It's a song that says, for he does not despise or disdain the suffering of the afflicted one. I can be, have joy because I know he does not disdain or despise the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but he listens to the cries of those who, who need help. Why love Jesus that from, from you, Oh, Lord, is the theme of my praise in any great assembly, because I know when when I'm suffering and I'm afflicted, I can cry out for help and the Lord will hear me 
And so before any great assembly, if somebody wants to know, I'm going to give them the answer. This is why I love Jesus. Before those who fear you, will I fulfill my vows, my vows to, to, to uh, love them as you first love me. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. Many your hearts live, may, may, your, may your hearts live forever. That's Psalm 22, 24 to 26. And I think that song was a song that the widow probably had to sing uh, some type of song just like that. When she was afflicted, she closed the door, went inside, and the oil flowed. I'm hoping and praying today that anybody who was afflicted by coronavirus, their finances dried up. I'm hoping that the oil of the Lord flows through to you. I'm hoping that you lift up your prayers and say, Lord, come in, my, my door shut. I'm gonna, I want to have a personal encounter with you. I want to have the, the widow of the oil type of encounter where I know that so much is going to flow through us that we will then have a new sound of praise that when we go through the assembly, we can tell people, this is what the Lord has done for me. This is why I love Jesus. That when I was suffering, when I was inflicted, the Lord heard my cries. The Lord came and saved me. The Lord came and redeemed me. I'm having a great Sunday morning talking about why I love Jesus. I can go on for hours and hours. Jeff, I might need to put a couple more quarters into the meter to be able to make sure the studio is open because I, I have a same testimony that people have been sharing for thousands of years that was recorded not only in the Old Testament, not only in the New Testament. It was recorded by saints. It was recorded by martyrs. It was recorded by many of my pastor friends. We all love Jesus because of what he's done in our life. Have an answer for everyone who asks to give you the reason for the hope you have. Why I love Jesus? I could go on and on. I was, when I was up early this morning, thinking about the time when Jesus came in and I was wondering how I was gonna pay my bills. I'm gonna just go through a couple of, I still remember that dollar denomination here today. $27.48 is what I had and I was praying to Jesus, how am I gonna pay my bills? And then all of a sudden things opened up and I was staring at a check for a quarter million dollars. Why I love Jesus? That's one, of, one testimony that I have. I can continue on and give testimonies. But there's so many stories in the Bible of why people love Jesus. And there's so many people that you can talk to who have testimonies of why I love Jesus. I like what Peter told the Sanhedrin court. Why I love Jesus? He said the stone the builder rejected has become the capstone, has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to, to humanity by which we may be saved. That's a good reason to love Jesus. There is no other name under heaven given to us that we might be saved. Not only eternally saved, but saved when troubles come to us. And I'm thinking and asking you to think and meditate on that in that sentence 
and that was Acts 4, 11 and 12. There is no other name. Why not love Jesus when, when he's the name above all names? I love Jesus because he's the one who is on top of all other names. I love Jesus because he uh, was the one who has given me everything that I have today. Why I love Jesus? I can keep going through my testimonies. And if you don't believe me, I'm laughing because there's a you can go back to God's holy word and ask the widow of oil. Why does she love Jesus? Do you think you love Jesus? If you went from the point of where your, your husband died to the point where your children were getting ready to be uh, sold into slavery to being able to have uh, more, have all your debts paid off and have enough for you to live on? Do you think that she went from, from desperation to answering the question on why she loves Jesus? There's another widow, it's called the widow of Nan. She was crying. They were taking her, her son out to be buried. Jesus came upon her, healed her son. Her son rose out from the, from the coffin. Do you think she had a testimony on why I love Jesus? If you ask the, the people of Israel, after a young boy came out, they were in a hopeless situation. They were being taunted and, and, and about ready to be defeated. When a young boy came out with a slingshot and killed the great giant that they, the enemy had, uh, David and Goliath, do you wonder why you love Jesus? Because with one slingshot, I was able to defeat a giant. I don't know if you've been in a situation where you needed to defeat a giant, but if you haven't, then you, maybe you should shut the door behind you and say, Lord, I want to have a David and Goliath type of situation. See if he doesn't come. Maybe you have, have struggles. Maybe you have, you're in deep trouble. Maybe you want to know why I love Jesus. Maybe you should talk to Daniel. Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. He's in the lion's den. Everybody knows he was going to get eaten up by the lion, but the Lord came in and shut the mouth of lions. Do you have some detractors are telling you you can't do something? Do you have detractors telling you you can't get that job? Do you have detractors telling you that you're not good enough, that you don't look good enough, that you're too old, that you're too young? Well, I'm saying that close the door behind you like the widow of oil and say, Lord, flow some of that oil. Give me the same protection and the same miracle that you gave Daniel. How about, oh, now, one year, one year in that pandemic, and we're in a situation where we're hoping we come out but there's a whole lot of folks that are in fire, a whole lot of people that are in debt like the widow of oil, a whole lot of people that, that are feeling the pressure still of what happened over the last year. It, why I love Jesus, if you don't listen to my testimony, if you don't have your own testimony, if the widow of Nan doesn't help you, if the widow of the oil doesn't help you, if David didn't help you, if Daniel didn't help you, maybe you should talk to the, the Hebrew boys who were in fire they walked out of fire and they didn't even have their garments singed. But what they, the, the king looked into the fire and he saw a fourth person. How can I throw three Hebrew boys in there? And there's a fourth uh, uh, image inside the fire. See, I want to close the door. I want to have that fourth image in there. How about you ask Mary Magdalene, why does she love Jesus? She loved Jesus, demons of fear, struggle, you're struggling with. Demons of hopelessness you're struggling with. 
it's time for you to say, I, why I love Jesus? I may not have an answer, Jesus, but I'm hearing from everybody else. Everybody else is giving reasons why to love Jesus. Lord, I've shut the door behind me just like the widow did. I want you to come into my life. Tell me why I should love Jesus. Give me that miracle. I want to be like the lady who touched the hem of his garment. I said I could go on and on, but just let me know that my time is up. The, the woman with the issue of blood, she said, all I need to do is touch the hem of his garment and I'll be healed. Do you think she has a testimony that said why she loved Jesus? Because the doctors couldn't help her. Medicine couldn't help her. She sold, she paid everything she had to get healed. And all she needed to do is touch the hem of his garment. How about Lazarus? Lazarus was dead. Do you think when, when somebody asked Lazarus, do you love Jesus? When he was sick, he was struggling. His sisters had faith in Jesus, went out to get him, and then came back, and they were in a hopeless situation. They said, Jesus, if you were here, my brother would be healed. And Jesus looked at him. I'm here. What are you talking about? If I'm here, he's going to be healed. Lazarus walks out of the grave. Why you love Jesus? Because he first loved me. That's a good answer. Why I love Jesus? Because he saved my soul. That's a good answer. Why I love Jesus? Because he redeemed me and gave me a path to get to heaven. That's a good answer. But why I love Jesus? I love Jesus because of what he does in my life each and every day. I love Jesus because the miracles that he performs each and every day in my life. Why I love Jesus? I love Jesus because I know when I call on the name of the Lord, I will be saved and there's no other name that I need to call on other than the name of Jesus. Why I love Jesus? Because I have testimony hour and hour of what Jesus has done in my life to give me reason to love him. Why do I love Jesus? I love Jesus because I know what he did thousands of years ago, he can do in my life today. Why I love Jesus? Because he will never leave me and forsake me even to the end of time. Why I love Jesus? Because I know that no matter what happens, I will have a testimony from what he did and his glory will shine through all the assembly. I don't know what your answer is, why you love Jesus. Those are mine. But what I'm hoping for you and I pray for you is that whatever reason you have to put your trust, your hope, and your love in Jesus, you'll be willing to give it to the entire assembly so others can know your testimony and be able to have encouragement to seek and find the Lord as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary Minister Gilbert, the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook, and feel free to send me an email to the message2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's haribobooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.